Oh, man. What's up, man? Okay. Oh, man. Now, normally, I hate whenever I start record. I don't know what to say when I first press record, then it start to time your ass recording and whatnot. I don't even, sometimes don't even know what the fuck to say. <laughs> but I know I got a lot of shit to talk about, but I just be like, pressing record, and I be like, man, what am I going to say for next? What am I going to say first? Because it's always difficult when you, when you start, when you like, when you record, start recording or start writing, you don't know what the first few sentences you're going to say out of your mouth. It's so difficult. And then you just go on with it, go on, go on with it until you get to what you, what you basically turn on the um, recording for. You know, but no, I'm back at it again. It's my, I think today's what, the second. You know, I didn't know yesterday was the first of February. I did not know that shit. I did not know until, you know, I noticed it was Black History Month. I said, why showing Black History Month, showing all about Black History Month now, whereas we still at the end of our January. I did not know that shit. But then it dawned on me. Like it dawned on me that <laughs> it dawned on me that it was the first of February. It was the first of February, and I just was saying this. I had did a video, and it's still it's on Instagram, it's on Twitter, but it's still loading, <laughs> taking its time to come on Facebook, which will take forever. Uh, I had did a video. I was like, "Yo, why isn't that uh Black History might be on a February? Like, why is it?" And I know there's no stuff to look up to, but why is it that we get the shortest month and other month, other whatever holidays or certain ethnic groups get other months or some other groups? I don't know. We the only ones get low our history month or whatnot. But I'm just saying to myself, like, why is it that we always get the, you know, short, short end of the stick? You know, 28 days to celebrate like that ain't fair. <laughs> In my heart, in my opinion, it ain't fair. You could, you know, put us. I think I don't know what would be the that you know the best time to be for Black History Month, and it's right around time this holiday when we was sort of free from slavery is on June. Cause I think June got like let me see, June got like what thirty got it got more than twenty eight days. It got more than twenty eight days. It got more than twenty eight days. More than twenty eight days, and shit. Oh yeah, I got thirty. Got thirty days, thirty fucking days. <laughs> but we get February and we get twenty eight days. That ain't right. <laughs> that is not right. That's straight up not right. Not right in my book, and it pretty much not right for anybody else's book. You know what I mean? Just crazy. But that's a lot of meaning of why it's on February. I don't know. We'll look it up, but I ain't gonna look it up because I don't feel like it. <laughs> I have to read the shit, and then I might. Not read it correctly and all that. I said, nah, I'll skip it. I'll skip it. Um, This morning, bro, well, last night, and I noticed this like a couple of days ago. I noticed, bro, my skin is right back to breaking out. Like, my skin, like, rashes being dry. I got dry skin on my body. Now, at one point, I noticed, I noticed my skin was, you know, just... Just like it was just like it was like something that was on it was told and then it was going away and you it was just spots, but it was no dry spots. It was just like, you know, clear spots. And I was cool with it because I was using different. I was using certain shampoos. I mean, not certain shampoos, certain body wash and lotion. Now. Week prior, week before. I was using uh, the certain lotion, Looper, uh, what was it, Looper, Looper Dreamer or some shit for lotion, but for body wash when I bath, I was mostly using um, Old Spice. It was mostly Old Spice because the week prior, my skin wasn't that dry. My skin was not dry. My skin wasn't um as rash. I didn't have a lot of, you know, shit on me. And Old Spice was working. Because I used so many different uh, body wash, y'all, on my body. And it made my body so dry. Made my body so, like, you know, dry. And 
you know, my mom noticed it because she thought it was rust in my back. Then my dad, he was talking about it. And when they was telling me about how I washed and all that, I said, I do all that when I'm in the bathroom, I'm in a bath. Because I was using at one point Dow. And I will tell you, Dow, because I was using Old Spice. Old Spice was working. But I was using it. It only lasts for like a week. Like, I, if I get Old Spice, if I get Old Spice uh, body wash now, it'll probably last me like for like a week. It'll last me like a week and I have to give me another one. Or two, or a week and a half. Well, apparently, at one point I didn't have no money. I used my mom's dial. It was working. I would say it was working. For a little bit. It was working until I was using her shit. The dial, the dial uh, body wash. I was using it. And then, you know, I always use a lot. Because, <laughs> you know, they always complain that I don't have a lot of soap on me to bath. And, you know, I use, you know, somewhat um, uh, extended amount. And then complain I use too much body body soap. And I'm like, what's the difference? I'm like, bro, at least I'm bathing. You know what I mean? I don't care you complain about how much body uh, wash I'm using. At least I'm bathing. But I understand I'm using a lot. But I'll try my best to use a certain amount so I can you know, make sure my body is soapy. And I quit using that and I went back to... um. Uh, using old, old spice, and then I round up and use this uh this product by some company. I forgot what the name of the product was, but it was something that they had with Marvel. They had collaborated with Marvel, and it was lavender with uh Black Panther. And I was using that. Like I don't really pay too much attention when I be using this products. All I be using it in the bath, and it smells good. That's all I be caring about is it smells good. But I just know that whenever I use Old Spice, my skin will never break out. My skin never breaks out. But I never know. I never pay attention to it. But I know that when I was using Dove, Dove wasn't helping my skin. It wasn't helping my skin. But I know Old Spice was helping because I used that shit week before and week prior. Before, before that week. Before last week. My skin wasn't like this. My skin was just purely smooth. Until I used that Shea Moisture. And it kind of broke my skin right back. And now it's just dry skin all over. Dry skin. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I just used the Shea Moisture for my face, beard. Mostly for my um, for my bald head and my beard. Use their products. Instead of using shit to bath with. And it breaks my skin back out. Because at one point it was gone away. It was all good and, and clear. And whatnot. I don't know what I don't know what is up. I don't know what is up. I mean, I I just don't know, but I know for a fact that you know, I'm thinking I'm trying to think. Like, is it my diet I'm eating? But is it certain foods I mean? But it's not really that. You know what I mean? Because I was eating meat two weeks. I've been eating meat now for almost two weeks. <laughs> for almost two weeks, I still was my skin was still smooth. You know what I'm saying? So. I think it's most of the, the when I, I noticed when I got that body wash and started bathing with that body wash, I noticed that my skin was back breaking out and I started you start noticing that white shit whenever it breaks out. I said, damn, it's right back to kicking right back up. So that's why I said, I, I pretty much stick with Old Spice because Old Spice was my shit. It still is my shit. So now I have to go back to the stove. Buy me this shit again. Then I have to buy me some lotion. I don't want to got no lotion. You know, I don't need to buy some lotion. That's pretty much I was going to go tomorrow. Go tomorrow and get some shit and then um get some lotion. Basically, I just want to get out the house go tomorrow. But <laughs> I ate that oatmeal. I, I noticed this too. When you eat oatmeal or whatever in the morning, that shit will fucking... Uh, that's why I'd rather eat something light on my stomach. Like, that's why I was like to eat... Um, I like to eat um, that waffles. It was waffles and um, waffles and um, turkey bacon. Waffles, turkey bacon, and some toast. No. With um, butter, you know, what, uh, what you call it, on it. What uh no cinnamon sugar butter. That's light on my stomach. I'm cool with that. 
But eating that oatmeal and then not only that, put the protein powder in it. It tastes good and with nuts and cheese, cheese seasoning. It's all good, but man, it make your stomach so full. You just want to just sit down and just relax. <laughs> just sit down and chill. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, at least now you got something in your belly where, you know, you don't have to worry about being hungry all the time. All the time. But still, you're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm every time you eat shit like that, it gets you tired, like, quickly. As opposed to when I eat the waffles, turkey bacon, and then make my uh, toast and shit. It makes me like, okay, I'm I'm light for now, but in two or three hours, I'm like, I need to give me something else to snack on, bro. Like, come on. So I had to say, you know, and then, you know, I say, you know, what? next time I eat my oatmeal, I got to make it small because I can't eat no bad ass oatmeal because I get tired real quick. I just noticed I get fucking tired. So I said, I ain't doing this shit no more. I'm not going to fucking um, eat a lot of um. Uh, Oatmeal in the morning. I'm just gonna eat me a little, a, a little light oatmeal. You know what I mean, fix a little water, boil a little water, and all that, and that's it. And then on top of that, I'm, I'm probably getting a little tired of taking protein powders. Cause a lot of this kind of, cause a lot of these um companies that be producing these protein powders, they be having all these artificial shit in it, artificial flavors, and I hear that's not good for you. I'd be like, no, nah, I'd rather just eat me some normal food. I'd rather just go. Back to base. I'd rather eat some quality food than eating all the shit that people come up in the lab and and put whatever they want to put in instead of putting like some real shit in it. So I kind of and to be quite frank, honest with you, I'm not really a big fan of taking supplements. To be honest with you, I'm not really a big fan of taking supplements, other than you know, um, other than um, multivitamins. Get some good multivitamins. But other than that, I I um. Kind of like, you know, stay away from all that. And that too, when you take a lot of supplements, taking all these pills, that can break the skin out. And that cause it to flare back up and have that little dry spots on your body and all that shit. And rash or whatever. Um, Gotta be real careful, man. I gotta be real careful with the shit. You know what I mean? So like I say, not really a big fan of taking supplements. Like the only supplements I take is just this B12, which I really don't need, but I'm taking till it's over. And this uh energy, this GNC uh herbal 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 plus energy formula, basically like a caffeine like shit. I just take it for like caffeine to give me a little energy, give me a little boost. That's pretty much why I take this little shit, just give me a little boost of energy. And that's pretty much it. But I noticed too when you take that shit and along with um along with eating a big ass meal, that shit ain't gonna mix, bro. It'll make you tired, but still you're trying to be pushing your way through some shit. <laughs> it's be kind of, you know, that can be kind of tough. So that's why I say, man, you know what? F that. I'm going to start eating me a light breakfast. Because light breakfast is pretty much a good way to start your day. Good way to start your day. Eat your good, good light breakfast. A good light breakfast. And you just start your day. And then, you know, you go and you eat you another meal. And I will say eat you another light meal. That still be good for you. I would say eat plenty of light meals, and light meals will be just as fine for you. As far as like eating shit that's like will be bad for your like bad for you and just really slow you down. You know you feel all sluggish and shit like because mind you I was gonna go to Monroe. When I found out I got my my check my checks gonna come this week from the unemployment. <laughs> Which I'm like happy that finally it's not in progress. Now it's finally coming this week. I'm like, thank you. You know, and then on that you get your W-2s forms for your jobs and whatnot. I will say this. When you get when that all that shit come, it make you feel so happy. But I'm gonna say this though, like I just, just said, money can automatically make make a person change real quick. It made me change. Like I was just just woke up a little upset, man, for some reason. I just like, oh, I'm just upset. Just don't have shit. <laughs> when you don't have shit, you just get pissed. But when I start, you know, you know, I found my, you know, unemployment shit. I see that it was, you know, I see that most of the checks that were saying it was in progress, now it's coming. I said, oh, I think I'm feeling better right now. And then now when I did my um unemployment claims, it was answering the questions that I, that was answering. Uh, last last time I was like getting my good old unemployment or whatever, and uh, I was really happy for that shit. And saying I was getting my money, I was like, 
yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But still, like, you know, pretend like I'm finding me like a job. Still, like, you know, finding jobs or whatever. You know, or pretend like I'm finding jobs or whatever. But still, you know, I'll still be going on there applying for three jobs a week, you know, to still get that on the plumb because, man, I tell you, it's so tough to try to find you something to do. Find you a job that you like to work at, you like to do, and whatnot. It just it just kind of get tough, man. It kind of get hard, and I just kind of get sick of it. I'm so fucking sick of it. Like, I work, like, I've been, I've been joining the workforce, man, for over about a year. <laughs> it's been it's like a year. Well, also a year and a half. Going to be, most of a year and a half. Basically a year and a half. And I worked it at Brooks's. Brooks's was cool. I don't even know I bitched about not wanting to bag the groceries, but I look back in hindsight, I look back on it. I was like, bro, that's pretty much the best job I had. Out of all the jobs for me working there and then JCPenney's and then Dick's, out of all three of those jobs, well, no UPS, so I can count that, but I can just say it's mostly three and a half. I've worked three and a half jobs. But out of those three and a half jobs, I would say Brooks was the best. But the reason I did not like Brooks that much because I was hardly getting paid for and I was getting paid like eight dollars an hour, bro. Eight dollars and eight dollars and twenty-five cents. Eight dollars and twenty-five cents. And working five days a week, seven to nine hours. Five, nine days a week doing this shit. And then they had me come in in the mornings. The mornings would be boring as fuck. Mostly on the weekends, on a Saturday, on a Sunday. Or any type of day. It'd be boring as hell on the, in the mornings. That's why <clears throat> I like to come in like around like 11 or 12 o'clock. They'll sometimes have me come in like around 9 o'clock. Now I work mine to fives and shits. I'm like, bro, this is boring. It is boring. Boring. I know it's now when I'm working at a job that's boring as fuck. I just basically be like, bro, I'm just like, and you know, it don't dawn on me like, bro, just find you something to do when it's boring. Just pretend like you're doing something so you can just do something. And it kind of, you know, it kind of fucks with you, man. It kind of drives you like crazy in your mind. Like, man, I could be doing something better than this shit. I mean, I did that for nine months and I. Decided to do some trucking, you know, drive some trucks. Well, that shit didn't work. And then, you know, afterwards, you know, that's when, you know, the pandemic was hit. And then, you know, we was getting the unemployment. I ended up luckily getting the unemployment. Getting that $600, bro, was just like, that was a blessing. You know what I mean? I don't know who came with that plan. Giving us that $600. That was good money. That was good money. I mean, you saving that shit. Saving it. It was, um, then, you know, you could go crazy buying shit, you know, exactly buying shit. But at the same time, it was good money, man. I was able to buy shit that I couldn't get when I was working at Brooks's. I I couldn't able to get that, uh, I had got my Apple TV shit, 4K TV shit, my Apple, uh, TV 4K. What else I bought? I was able to fix my car, bought some shoes. Bought my AirPods, my uh, was my uh, that beats. I was able to get those shits. I couldn't. I didn't. I wasn't able to get that when I was working over at Brooks's. Wasn't able. <laughs> wasn't able to do that shit. And you like man, and that's when you be like man. I wish there was a job where something I like to do good, and at the same time I was getting paid good, and I was able to buy the shit that I wanted to buy. I'm like man, and then you can maybe pay your bills, and you don't have to worry about. When you have to pay this here and when you have to get this done, pay this here and when to get this here done. And I mean, and man, it's crazy, man. And that lasted for like about, till, I think, July. That ain't last long. And then I was just getting that $77. That $77. And whoever was making, I think those that was getting that 300 I think they shorted down to like three or 400 Those I was making... Over hundred dollars on the um on the plumbing shit, they was able to get the three hundred some dollars. My ass wasn't able to get it. I was getting that seven hundred dollars. I mean seventy seven dollars. <laughs> and I was like, man, this ain't gonna be enough, bro. And my dad was on my ass for how long about giving me a job? I say, my man, no, actually going to get uh, a job. 
going back over at Brooks's. But I already said that story a lot, but I just say it was just a hard time. I mean, and then later on, I applied for so many jobs to the point I got over at Dick's. They hired me. Then went over and did an interview with Jason Penney's. They hired me. I just did those shits for the season because I looked at these jobs. I'm like, I don't want to work at these jobs for a long time. Hell no. And rightfully so, I worked at both of these jobs. I ain't like name one of them. JC Penney's, I thought, I was like, oh, I'm going to stay JC Penney. I'm going to work with them. But when, we got, when I got there, especially when I got in that back room, I said, hell no. I can't, I can't work here. This is just, it looks boring. It looks depressing. <laughs> It's like, bro, I want to do more. I want to do more than this shit. Do more than this. And then get over dicks. It was a little better than uh, JCPenney's, but I was just walking around the store helping people out. Then people ask me about this. I would help them as best as I can. I was like, man, this is some BS, bro. And I thought at one point I was doing the cashiering. Even that was difficult because I had to be responsible for exchange. Was it exchange and returns when you mostly in the front end of the store? Because when you're in the mall, you don't have to worry about that shit. But I just kind of like, I just didn't like it. You know, I just did not care too much about any of this no shit. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> like, fuck it. So, you know, right after that, um, like I said, you know, I love J.C. Penney's and all that. And then I kind of, you know, um, stayed at Dick's for like a month. And then they let me go because, you know, my time was up, though. So I was finally, you know, released and was able to, you know, I was able to, you know, still get my unemployment. It's funny. I did an interview with uh, J- uh, Walmart. Was it last... Saturday, yeah, last Saturday, did an interview with them, and uh, you know, I ain't heard anything else from. I interviewed the one over at Westboro, the neighborhood one by that car wash. I was like, oh, okay, so I did an interview with them, and um, you know, she just told me, you know, they was interviewing three people, including me, for this one position for the personal shoppers for the online personal shopping shit and whatnot. It was just, you know, trying to pick one. And I know I'm not going to be the one. They're going to they gonna pick somebody else. But it really doesn't matter. You know, it really don't matter. Okay. Now, <laughs> normally when I talk about that kind of stuff, I just go in. Just go into my little true life story. Now, <coughs> oh, I'm coughing. Hold on one second. Okay. Um, I was going to mention this yesterday in my... um my recording of the podcast yesterday, I had um, finally got a chance to watch um, The Mandalorian, The Mandalorian Season 2. I didn't see it when it was running, um, when it was on its run a couple months back, because I was kind of like, you know, wasn't really feeling the Star Wars uh, brand at that time. I was more like, yeah. But then I kind of got back onto it because I kept on wanting to watch it because it looked so cool. And it was pretty much a different Star Wars show that we have ever seen because we're so used to seeing, you know, the Force and the Skywalkers and all the other shit. This time we get a chance to meet a new character who's a bounty hunter, which we I f- love bounty. I love Bubba Fett, those Mandalorians. So... We get to, you know, see this character, you know what I'm saying, more like a Western, like a Clint Eastwood type, you know, character. And on this adventure, trying to help this, you know, baby Yoda, which his name is a Goru or some shit they call him on the show. It was Goru and help him, um, you know, find him like a Jedi, someone to train, you know, and I kind of like the show. And then all the way they know the they bond and become like a father or son type dynamic type, you know, whatever. And I like the show. I I like the show for its, you know, just being a different type of Star Wars, like, whatever. Because, you know, we so used to seeing the Skywalker shit. Skywalker did Skywalker. We get something new, something different, you know, as opposed to just, you know, like I say, the lightsabers and all that shit. Even though we got on the show, they got on the show, but still they just give us something different and new. And... 
I'd rather prefer watching something like that than watching something that the movies brought. Because them new movies that came out ain't really, ain't, ain't shit. <laughs> it ain't really nothing. I can tell you, man, I'm not really, like I said, that's why I said I'm not really fans of what's going on with Star Wars now. I'm not really a fan what it is right now. I mean, I'm just like, not really the biggest fan, to be honest with you. I'm not. And, you know, they got a lot of new stuff that's coming out, most on the TV side. And they got movies coming out, too. But, you know, still just like, eh. <laughs> you know. But I liked it this season. I mean, it's more like a volume two because it's still following the chapters. It still got chapters. I think I think it was from chapter nine all the way to chapter 13 or 14. I might be mistaken, but it's eight episodes. So I'm not really good at numbers, but <laughs> hold on. I think it was. Yeah, it was eight episodes. So it was like from eight episodes. Like sixteen episodes, sixteen episodes or whatever. So, it was like dope. I liked it. It was like it was it was it was lit. I enjoyed it and I liked it. Sasha Banks, the wrestler. I saw her performance. She was good in it. You know, you could see her little little feistiness in, on the show. Um, and I liked it. Uh, Roselle Roselle Dawson's uh katana. She looked just like. The character off the cartoon, I said, man, they brought her to life on this shit. Because there were rumors she was playing her, but they didn't want to say anything. And then, sure enough, they saw it. We see it. And I'm like, wow, she looks just like the character off the cartoon. Just looks, like, perfect for that role. It's incredible. Super lit. And other than that, the show was really good. I kind of enjoyed it. That episode that uh, Rosetta was on, it kind of had that little samurai vibe to it. I kind of liked that. I, I, I was like, just dope, man. Just overall, just dope show. And see Luke Skywalker at the end of the uh, series. I can tell it was like Photoshop of him using an old picture of him. And people just loving shit. But I'm looking, I'm like... Yeah, it just still looks a little dated. <laughs> still look, it don't look real. It, you can tell it's more computer type shit, cause you know it looks so funny. You know what I mean? It don't look real. It looks fake at times when I saw the face. It looks like a little fake, you know. So, but still was okay though. I kind of enjoy it. You know, I'm just ready for um to see the book of Boba Fett, because Boba, Boba Fett was dope on this one, I like Boba Fett on this one, Boba was dope, and, um, you know, that was the true bounty hunter right there, that's the true Mandalorian, and that was something that they was going to do a movie of at one point with Josh Trank, but, you know, he kind of act crazy on the set of uh, Fantastic Four, <laughs> yeah, he kind of acted crazy, and they just like, no, nah, we're not working with this dude, we kind of going in a different direction. And get just scrap the whole Boba Fett movie, you know, because if it was just gonna be that, it was that the Rogue One and that solo shit, you know. But like I said, anyway, Mandalorian was a dope show. I enjoyed it. It was lit. Um, I uh, I'm ready to see you know the book of Mandalorian, the book of, not book of Mandalorian, that's what they could call it for Bubble Fed, book of Mandalorian, but you know, the book of Bubble Fed, I'm looking forward to seeing it next, this coming December, um, like it's gonna be a good show, I just can't wait to, uh, you know, check it out, you know, yeah, and uh, also, and um, also, man, I tell you, like yesterday, <laughs> I dig these true life crime shits, I love those true crime stories, I was watching, uh, what you call it, Freaknet Files, Freaknet Files last night. I watched about a few episodes. I'm going to tell you, I, what the, shout out to the dude that used to narrate that shit. What was his name is? I'm going to go look up his name real quick. Because that guy was narrating his ass off on this. I like his narration. Peter Thompson. Narrator, now sir. Hey, and he passed away, I think, in 2000. I think it was 2015. Was it? Let's see. Yeah, 2000. No, 2016. Yeah, rest in peace to him, man. He is a dope ass narrator. I mean, when I hear his voice, 
and I see how what year these uh these uh these episodes were made when it came out. Cause I'ma tell you something. A A and A and E, those crime, those documentaries or the crime documentaries that was made back in the late eighties or the nineties, nineties or two thousands, they were the shit. They were spooky as fuck. Those true crime documentaries, like Unsolved Mysteries, America's Most Wanted, um, like I say, Franklin Files, Fricknick, Fricknick Files, anything that involves crime or whatever that was made around the 80s, mostly around the 90s, 90s, 2000s, they were the shit. They were spooky as fuck. As of now, you know, when you do these crime shows, they make it so cinematic and shit. <laughs> they make it like movies or whatever. Just like with the um with the um with the unsolved mysteries on Netflix. I'm I'm thinking to myself, we're gonna get like just like they was doing as far as like the cameras, cinematography is similar to what they did with, you know, unsolved mysteries back in the eighties and nineties. But, you know, they want to keep the format similar and just the pace of it similar and narrative as similar to these uh true crime shit that I would say mostly like them ID shows or investigation discovery shows they be having, which is nothing wrong. I mean, it gives, it gives the stories more realistic type approach to it, I would say, more realistic type tone to the point you can actually see you see the re- re- reenactments. Of those incidents, and I feel that you know, it's pretty. It's pure gold. It's pretty. It's intense. You know what I mean? It's so. It's so immersed to see these type of shits, and you know, other than that, just telling the story about these crimes is just still like you know, terrifying to hear. Just, just overall like. I wouldn't say exciting, you know, exciting, but still just like, you know, just overall, just like interesting because I'm trying to find the words to say. <laughs> it's so hard to me to say some shit, I'm trying to find the right words and whatever. Well, either way, man, I was like, I'm stoked to watch them shows because it gives you the idea of like, you know, this world it ain't all about like all nice and kind and be friends with people because, you know, you got other people that had their lives and was going through their own shit, but other people across the country or around America, around whatever, was going through their own shit, going through their own times. You know what I'm saying? And we all can say that we still, we live in a world where we can interact with one another, but we also live in a world where we always be to ourselves and we don't know what's going on in our minds or whatever. You know what I mean? But that is fucked up. But I saw a couple episodes, man, from Freaknik Files, Freaknik Files, was just crazy. Like this one episode, bro, I watched about this uh this episode where this guy had ran up to this bone. He he came across this um this skull. He came across the skull and um came across the skull. He let the police know they did some they did some like detective shit. Like they investigate the skull, they Recognize what the skull was, what type of you know initiative it was, what you know all that shit. Race did all this shit. They even did a bust of this shit. Did all this science shit, and then they put out the news and let people know who do y'all recognize? This, you know this girl that's made out of the the bus or whatever. And it only took like I think I heard it said it took like three days for one call to say, "Oh, I recognize that person." Woo 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 woo. I said what? I recognize that person. Then come to find out, it was this Asian woman, this Chinese, I think it was Asian. She was just Thailand. So her homeland is Thailand. She had went missing five years prior. And originally the story went that she had wanted to go see her family in Thailand. Her husband, a white man, drove her to the uh, airport and, you know, went into, you know, went to Thailand. But if she went to Thailand, why her folks would have notified her? Why, why the people didn't say shit about where she was? That was a red flag. That was a mystery. So that happened five years. And as they did, you know, as the investigators and all that did more digging, they did more digging. They found out that, yo, this girl was actually murdered. 
by her husband because the girl, the, the woman wanted to move in a nice or bigger place. And the husband was like, we ain't moving no damn well. You know, the wife, you no know, snapped at her and you no know, tiling, whatever. And, you know, dude just say, man, fuck this. I'm sick of this shit. Got a hammer and bust her head open. Just bust, bu- just hit her in the head, knocking her out and got a bag and suffocate her. And just wrapped up in a blanket and just uh, put out in the woods and dick her up and whatever. And I'm like, damn. But what really just got me, I'm like, you mean tell me this dude found a skull, a, a random person that was in the woods just found a skull. And then all of a sudden they just did research on this damn skull. Not only found a skull, they found the ribs. They found the pe- uh, uh, pepic, pepic bone or some shit. And all this crap. I'm like, damn. Y'all found all this. Other shit like pans. The whole nine. Put all this together. And then y'all came up with a solution. This was an Asian a, a Asian woman. I'm like, damn. Like, how far science came? Because if they would have saw this mission back in the 70s, they were like, bro, we don't know what this motherfucker is. <laughs> we ain't got the resources we got now. You try that shit today. Oh man, you'll figure out who this person was, whatever, whoop the whoop. They'll do they'll do fracture, do the bus and all that. Oh man, that was crazy. That was so crazy, man. That episode got me hooked. I said, bro, I'm watching more of these type of shits. You know, I got me hooked. At, when I watch some shit like that, like I like watching stuff like that just to get me aware of like what the world was. And what the world still is, bro. Because you guys, you still got these crazy psychos out there that will do anything. Like, they will harm and kill people and shit. Like, you you just never know. Like, you never know who's out there. You never know who you encounter. Who you who you will encounter. And that will do these things to you. You know what I mean? That would be so crazy and so horrific. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Okay. Um, and also been reported yesterday that... Um, Ryan Coogler had just made a deal, I think a five-year deal with Disney to uh, create TV shows that's based off of, uh, you know, Black Panther, you know, Wakanda, do spinoffs of Black Panther, talked about it, basically explore the world of uh, Wakanda in the most beautiful and more ethical way, and um, I, I like, okay, I knew I can see them doing a spin. I knew it was coming. A spinoff of Black Panther because, you know, after the success of the first one, I mean, it was just, I'm, I tell you, man, that first Black Panther, that, that move right there was such a game changer. That was a movie that people were screaming for for years. And I'm glad it came out in the right time with the right people behind the camera and the right people in front of the camera. Because if it had came out, like, say, in the late 2000s, I mean, you really didn't have too many prominent black directors. I mean, you probably would have got like a John Singleton or someone, whoever, but it would it would have worked it, but it wouldn't have been successful and as like big as it is as it is today. Uh, I mean, you know, like actors who would have who would have played this? Who would play T'Challa back in two thousand and eight or whatever? I mean, even though we won those characters back then, but it it wasn't the right time at that time. And luckily, you know, now fast forward, you know, you had Ryan Coogler directed. Then you had Chadwick Boseman playing it, you know, rest in peace to that brother. And, you know, you have Michael B. Jordan playing Killmonger and uh, Lupita and all these great actors and actresses come, came in and, and just did their thing, man. It's just, it was, it was dope. It was dope. Like, I've seen it twice in theaters. And... You know, oh, Matthew, you know it's going to be a sequel because the movie came out and just made tons of money. People were not really sure. There were some people that think it wasn't going to do well. Well, no, it was some people that was like, yeah, it's going to come and people will go crazy, da, 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 whatever. But the movie came and made over a billion dollars. I think it made a billion dollars in less than like two or three days because it broke so many ticket sales or whatever. And then it opened over in China and opened over at the Middle East, too. I think it was the first time it opened at the Middle East. It was like, it was crazy. It was like crazy. So, and then, funny enough, since the character was coming back and now he's you no know, household name, I noticed this with every single Marvel character. 
I noticed this. I, I think the first time I noticed it was when Guardians came around. Because prior to that, you know, you had Iron Man, Thor, Cap. There was already comics with those characters. But I remember when Guardians was coming out, Guardians of the Galaxy was coming out, Galaxy coming out, was coming out. Nobody didn't think this was going to be a success. It was it was a risk. And people was like, is, is this going to work? Is people going to go see a movie of a talking tree and a talking raccoon? How this going to pull off? How are they going to pull this off? I mean, it was doing just fine with, you know, with the, with the Iron Man movies and now the, in the Avengers. But what the hell are they going to do with this? Like, this is like whatever. But, you know, that movie came out and blew everybody away. That was the fun, most fun I had in the movie theater, to be honest with you. I had the most fun seeing that movie back then when I was 19. Um, I noticed when that movie came out, there were tons of comic books of these characters. Spinoffs with uh, with certain characters in the group. And cartoon series, the whole nine. Everything was just, everything was uh, Guardians at that point, right? And... That I remember that happened. Then Ant Man had his same treatment. Then when um Black Panther did Civil War, Taika uh uh Ty DC Coates I forgot his name, but he's a good author. I read his books. Did his books and made the character way more popular. Then the movies came out. The movie came out, made him even more popular. Now you seen him on every single thing. You got T shirts, hoodies. Toys and all that nine. Um, this character's popping now. Now he's a household name. Whereas before he was more like on the most on the C list because people comic book fans knew Black Panther, Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Strange, and all these characters, Black uh, Captain Marvel. Comic book fans knew these characters. Comic book comic book people knew know these characters, but the wide public didn't know these characters. You know what I mean? So it was a no-brainer to bring these characters to life. Even with Miss Marvel, that little Indian girl, she became a became an instant fan. And people was automatically saying, when is a movie going to be coming about her? And, you know, she's going to get her on Disney+. Plus. But that's so much down the line, you know what I mean? But with back to Ryan Coogler and the TV show, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to do a, a Sherry a uh, spinoff, or they're gonna try to focus something, uh, some other characters within the realms of Wakanda. Uh, certain sub stories in Wakanda, I don't know, but it'll be dope. And I think not only Ryan Coogler is not gonna only do that about Black Panther, but he's also gonna be involved with other Marvel shows, from what I read of reports, which is dope. I mean, I, like I said, I I'm I'm for, I'm for it. You know what I mean? I'm just curious to see what they're gonna do with Black Panther too. Like, since we, I'm glad they're not going to recast, glad they're not going to recast uh, uh, Chai Bozeman character, because if they did that, that would be so controversial. You have this actor playing this character, <laughs> you know, he's not going to get no love, because Chadwick played it so well, and he's so well loved by so many people, and his death was so unexpected, like, we didn't see this coming. We didn't know this man had cancer. You know what I mean? That was kind of brave for him to not let people know. And it was none of our business. It was most of his business and his family's business. You know? So, um, for them trying, for them not to recast it, that was a good move. But I'm really curious of what they're going to do with this character. And what they're going to do with the film itself. Because I'm kind of like, okay, well, he's not going to be involved with the whole you know, new MCU shit. How are they going to play this off? Like, this is going to be difficult. This is going to be really, really difficult. And then there's some say that, you know, Killmonger might come back. I'm like, bro, we don't need his ass back. I mean, he did a good job with the first one. You bringing him back for a second one, it just, it's, it probably would, would not be worth it, to be honest with you. Like, it won't be worth bringing Killmonger back. I liked him in the first one. No need to bring him back for the second one. What you bring him for the second one for? That first one, he did his job in the first one. We don't need to see him in the second one. Like, I was hoping that they was going to do a second Black Panther movie if Chai was still around. I was hoping that they was going to use the Submariner or Dr. Doom as a villain. You know what I mean? Since, you know, um, 
Fox, since you no know, Disney owned Fox now, and then you know you got the Fantastic Four and whatnot. Hey, okay. Oh, oh. I was hoping that they was gonna do something with those, um, with those characters, but I don't know what they're gonna do with Black Panther two. And either way, whatever they do, I'm I'm going to go see it out of support. You know what I mean? Even whatever they TV shows they do, I'm still gonna watch it because hell, it's Marvel. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I watch anything Marvel that comes out from Marvel. Unlike Star Wars, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I watch anything Marvel. Anyway, I'm going to support it. It's going to be dope. And I just can't wait to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, too, man, um, Netflix is um, <coughs> coming out with a Sonic Sonic uh, anime series called Sonic Prime. It's coming out in 2022 um, next year. They're already in production right now. They're already making it as we speak. Um, I'm kind of hyped for this, man. Not, well, I would take that back. I'm not hyped. I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious and see what they're gonna do with this. I mean, like I said, I love Sonic. He's an OG. He's 30 years. He's been around for 30 years, so he's 30 years old. <laughs> man, 30 years old. I <clears throat> let me know. We all getting up to 30 some years old, bro. Crazy. Um. And, you know, not only that, they got that coming out. They also got the Tomb Raider shit coming. They also got the, uh, no, they got, I remember I looked at a fang, a fandom, a fandom tweet on Twitter. And they said that they got a lot of shit that's coming up. You know, they got the Tomb Raider shit. You know, Sonic, um, Assassin's Creed. You know, they got the second, they got the fourth season of uh, Castlevania, which I haven't seen. I've seen the first episode. I'll probably watch a recap of the first season. I, well, I don't know. Probably watched it. Uh, they got Resident Evil, Splinter Cell, Division, Devil May Cry, Final Fantasy, Cuphead. I haven't, I, I want to play a video game of Cuphead, the Cuphead show, because I like those cups. It remind me, you know, y'all you know, seen Cuphead. And Cyberpunk and, uh, you know, and, and another Resident Evil show. But either way, Netflix is killing it with the anime shit. I haven't seen none of this. I mean, I mean, they're killing it right now. I mean, as far as getting these uh, requirements. And, you know, they got that Masters of the Universe shit coming with Kevin Smith, I guess. I think. I don't know. But, um, but with the Sonic shit and Tomb Raider and all this... I'm just interested. I'm just interested to see what they do with this shit and you know anime and CGI, you know all that shit. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they're gonna bring because you know playing video games of these characters, you know, is dope, and you know seeing them in different medias is pretty much also dope. But it, as long as they bring it justice, make sure they you know stay close to the essence of these uh characters as far as source material wise you know it's okay to do something new but make sure it stay in the essence of the source material it's okay but um but either way i, I need to sit down and, and watch me some of this stuff like i love like watching i need to sit down and watch me castlevania like i seen the first episode of castlevania i need to watch the rest of the series though but Cuphead, though, I need to watch me some Cuphead. I need to, I want to play that game of Cuphead. Because uh, I've seen beanies of those characters. Those beanies of Cuphead. And um, with beanies and caps and shit. I be like, I need to check that out. I need to check that show out. You know, Cuphead. You know, so I'm going to check that show out. You know, check the show out. Check the video game out and whatnot. And, um, and see what it's about. But either way, man, I'm looking forward to seeing um, the new Sonic show. Basically, everything that's coming from uh, these Netflix adaptions, or these video game adaptions from Netflix. I'm just looking forward to it. And hopefully it's good. Hope it ain't, hope it ain't whack. Because, you know, if it's whack, you know, the fans will call out as usual. So, yeah, man, just waiting for that. Just ready for that to come out next show and see how it is and see how it's going to be, you know. All right, man, I think I'm going to go ahead and cut this off right here, man. Um, Yeah, 
this this is gonna be like short. It's gonna be like an hour. <laughs> I'll say it's gonna be like a short episode, but it's getting close to an hour. But yeah, that's all I want to talk about. You know, I'm just happy that I'm doing this little podcast. I'm still trying to get bigger and better, I'm trying to get better at this shit and whatnot. And um, yeah, man, I'm just trying to get um, trying to get good at this, man. Um, you know, just doing this for certain time and hope I get better at it, you know, hope I can get paid for this shit, <laughs> you know, I have to rely on this unemployment check, you know what I'm saying, it's cool for now, but, you know, just have to wait till whatever, and then, you know, I just can't wait till I get the money, man, because I love money, <laughs> money makes me happy, you know what I mean, without, without money, I'd be so, I'd be so depressed, I'd be so lonely, I'd be like upset with the world. Like, I can't stand this. I can't believe this. I can't believe why I, you know, I just get so emotional. It's just getting to my feelings. But once that check come in your account, bro, once that check, when that check comes to your account, uh, some amount of money, you like, woo. Well, matter of fact, what I said about my life, what I said about I hate my stuff, bro, I don't know what I was talking about. I'm happy. I'm successful. And just, just be so happy. But either way, man, you know, regardless of what you do, man, be I'm I'll, I I just hope that this works, man, because I love doing this podcast. It's something new for me to do because I always talk to myself a lot, and you know, I just say, yo, this is pretty much the best outlet for me to do. Talk to myself. I need to be writing. I need to be writing shit, writing my stuff down, and whatnot. You know what I mean? I need to be writing, and I need to be working out. Glad I'm not going to the gym because I'd rather work out at home, but I don't want to be lazy. Whenever I see my kettlebells and my hand gripper and these uh, resistant tubes, I'd be like, yo, let me go ahead and put this work in. Let me go ahead and do these push-ups and put this work in. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like, oh, well, I need to go to the gym. I see my kettlebells. I need to go to the gym and work out uh, with the kettlebells. Where you paid how much money to work out at home. Like, I don't understand that. Like, I understand why you got cats, you know, who, you know, got paid so much money to have a gym built at their house, but still they love going to the gym. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't need to be looking at certain things and looking at a kettlebell and saying, oh, I need to go to the gym. No. Once I look at that kettlebell, I said, no, nah, I'm going to put on this. I need put in this work. Let me go ahead and stretch and all that. And, you know, and you don't have to work out like a lot, like an hour. So you can work out like 30 minutes. As long as you put that little work in, it's all good. Just take 30 minutes of your time and work out and that's it. And if you're feeling good, just hell, extend that 30 minutes to another 10 minutes. You got 40 minutes. Enjoy that. Stretch it out to 50 minutes. Enjoy that anymore. Hell, you got your hour. So, that's all cool, man. You know, it's all good. And um, it's all good to do either. As long as you put that work in. Work out, eat healthy, and read books and write, man. That's what I'm, I'm, I need to be doing. Man, continue reading and get more knowledge in my brain and um, and uh, put it into my podcast, man, so I can give some you know, things I know and put it into, you know, the podcast so people can listen to it and not get their opinions to it. So, yeah, man, um, I'm going to cut this off. I'm going to come back at this tomorrow, record some more stuff, and, uh, you know, come back at it. Peace.